What's up, Black Men Can't Jump comic book fans? James III here to talk to you about my comic series, Junior, available now on Kickstarter. The ghost with the most past due child support is back in four brand new issues of this semi-autobiographical supernatural comic series. It's got all sorts of spooky hijinks for fans of Beetlejuice, The Good Place, and The Mummy, stuff like that, and features award-winning artists from Marvel, DC, Dark Horse, and more. It's available on Kickstarter through June 9th. Go to ruleof3inc.com or follow me at ruleof3inc on IG for more details. Donate today! When you download the Kroger app, you have easy access to savings every day. Get the most out of weekly sales and receive personalized coupons toward your favorite items, all while earning one fuel point for every dollar spent. Because shopping at Kroger, whether in-store or online, is easy. And saving money is even easier with the Kroger app. So get the most value out of every trip, every time. Download the Kroger app now to save big. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Must have a digital account to redeem offers. Restrictions may apply. See site for details. Forever. Dog. I really don't know what to talk about in this cold open other than like Netflix movie of the week. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, mean, I think it is something to that. Like, do we even know the movie exists? Did you see the trailer for like all like they're like movie every week and they're going to have, I guess, a movie every week. And they had all these like, you know, huge stars that are going to be in it. And it was like, oh, cool. And then I was just like, wow. Netflix really just decided to take over like because so few people can go to movie theaters so few people are going to movie theaters there's so few movies even opening up in theaters it's like now this is like our movie theater is just like all right I guess we'll just watch Netflix's movie of the week yeah Yeah, but it's so tough like they had to have had that they were like planning on doing a movie every week Right, like that—that that had to have yeah, been in the works before yeah, everything shut down. Like this was—they were just posi- yeah. they're positioned to be like, "Hey, we was about to take over anyway." <laughs> the thing is, I yeah. never understood why so many creators and stuff were worried about Netflix. Because like, man, it's Netflix, it's fine. But watching that trailer, I was like, "Oh, movies don't feel important right now." Because I would say this, I watched um, the Netflix trailer and it ends with, you know, Jennifer Lawrence and Leonardo DiCaprio in a they movie just together. saved them for the end. They just knew. Because, <laughs> because it's, it's such a big deal. Also, the movie is still filming. So they were like, give us a shot real quick. Get the niggas together. So like the movie is still shooting in Boston. But watching that trailer and then I think a couple of days later, HBO Max and Warner Brothers came out with theirs. And I'm like, these feel like movies that I would see in the theater. You know what I mean? It's like Judas and, yeah. uh, uh, like the Black Messiah, like these are King Kong, you know, versus uh, uh, Godzilla. Like I'm hype, but it, but it felt like movies, big budget movies now on television, while Netflix felt like TV movies just a little bit better. And that's not the crap on any of those movies. It just felt like a movie of the week. I can't, Braylock's movie, you know, Braylock wrote and directed the movie, can't feel special because in seven days, James's movie will be out. And now I got to yeah. focus on him. It's like, it's... I got mad when they did that with comedy specials, when they were like, we're going to do a comedy special um, every week. But, you know, but I still paid attention to the ones I was interested in seeing, you know, and then paid less attention to ones that, like, if they just were released at any point, I probably wouldn't have been as interested in them anyway. My hope, because we had that experience with the comedy specials, is that I'll feel the same way about these movies. Like some of the movies will come and go and it won't, it won't like lessen my 
my feeling about movies like you're like you're talking about. I hope it doesn't do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it will make people try to like up their home entertainment systems though, because like as much as I'm like excited to see Kong vs. Godzilla, I'm like, man, I I need a better TV for this. Like, I need a better sound system. Like, it's not, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's just not yeah. going to be the same. Like, imagine you have to, like, watch it on your laptop. Like, I mean, I know people were doing that already, I guess, to some degree. But it's, like, it's funny to now see movies that were made for the big screen experience. Because that's where the trend movies were going in anyway. Like, the reality yeah. was, like, so few movie theater, so few movies were being greenlit that were, like, small you know, and even like the indie budget movies like had to have an A-list celebrity in them to even like <laughs> yeah, do anything, you know? Yeah, it's just this weird thing where it's like, all right, I guess we're going to talk about this. But like now that they have movies coming out with bigger people in them, movies like the one we're going to review today, even though Anthony Mackie's still like kind of a big star, it still feels like small. I mean, you know, it's funny because it was, it's released in January. So it's still kind of like, you know outside the wire what wire what do you, i mean, do you the mean? Movie what you, you know like well you know how it's like released released in january so it's so what is it what yes so it's, yeah because you know you know how like big budget movies usually come out in in the summer but this one came out in january which is a little bit outside the wire the, the wire i don't I'm confused on what the wire. Yeah, like is. where you know is I mean? the wire? Like, like if we're looking oh, at a year, oh, uh, I can explain what the wire. Yeah. You know, like uh, in the wire. What? Yeah. So like this, are you what, singing, this movie. Are you singing Kanye? No. <laughs> yeah, but this movie's out. But this movie's outside the wire. Okay. <sighs> All right. Why don't we start the show? Welcome to Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood. Hollywood City! You have exactly 60 seconds to deal with it. Yeah. Do you trust me? Oh. Oh, I was going to do the whole scene. Honestly, I'm not going to lie to you. I just watched this movie and I'm just going to confess this now. I remember none of it. (laughs) Well, you didn't watch it. No, no, no. no, no. I I watched it like there was no distractions, but I'm just like, you 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 didn't have your phone out? No, no. Literally, before I had class, I watched this movie. No phone, no laptop. I sat down. I even had popcorn, which I didn't even finish eating, and I have no idea what happened. I think I was in the Matrix or something. I wasn't asleep. I watched it. I mean, okay, because I watched this. You were in the Matrix, but I was outside the wire. Oh, wait, what are we? Okay, oh, well, we're, we're we, we, in the we, show we, now. We did it. We did it already. <laughs> did you legit forget for a second? <laughs> <laughs> Did you legit just try to? Oh, God. that was a glitch in the Matrix right there. <laughs> oh my goodness! Ray was suddenly thinking. All right. Well, I it's been a few days since I watched it, and I normally watch it right before too. So we'll see how we get through this. I remember. <laughs> it, it um, right I think there are people who are going to be mad, maybe that we did this because uh, there's a lot of like, you know, uh, Oscar. It's like Oscar season, so there's a lot of movies we haven't covered yet. But we're going to get to those movies. It's coming. Um, it's coming. Or maybe we maybe we're we'll put this 
on layaway and this will come out <laughs> mad long after <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll it's do coming. those movies first. The, the other ones I are coming. Like we know Judas is such a specific reference. <laughs> like, <I'm Yeah>. like <laughs> bro, that's how I got all my gifts. Layaway was fucking. <laughs> that was my jam. Just, I, you just go to a very specific place in your mind when so <laughs> when you hear layaway. Walmart layaway or Woolsworth. Don't know if y'all remember Woolsworth. Hell yeah, oh, Woolsworth. I do remember Woolsworth. Come on, baby, Woolsworth. Come on, man. I used to know where the, I used to know where the, the window was in the store. Like we going to. Did you guys have the Wiz in? Oh yeah, the record store. Everybody knows the Wiz. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I didn't mm-hmm. have that. Everybody know okay. the Wiz. Remember record stores? <laughs> yeah, Tower Records. Remember when Tower Records had a huge store in Times Square? Or I don't know if you guys. Yes, I, I, I was yeah. interning in New York, and I went, and I was like, "This is awesome." They had a bunch of stages, and then, you know, a year or two later, it just went out of business, and now it's yeah, a Disney I store. Yeah, stuff there, and it wasn't enough. Yeah, it's a <laughs> Disney slash guest <laughs> in Times Square. No. Same I'm with Toys R Toys R Us had a <laughs> Toys R Us had a Ferris wheel in the Times Square. They store. had a a a, di- a working Tyrannosaurus Rex oh, yeah, on the top <laughs> just floor. move and roar floor, yeah. at you. <laughs> now that's a gap. Uh, now all that stuff is outside the wire. Break! Okay. You did it already. <laughs> okay, wait, hold on. Hold you on. did it. <laughs> Stop. Oh, sorry. Um, God. For those of you who are wondering, who God. keeps making these hilarious jokes that I'm laughing at wow. so hard? I'm so upset. <laughs> I hate this. Uh, this is a, I'm, I'm Jonathan Braylock. I'm a human being. Did you forget for a second? What is happening with you today? <laughs> no, I'm a human being. I'm, I'm a flesh and blood like you. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. No, I'm, uh, I've got all guts and, you know, all on the inside. No wires there. Okay. What? Is this My name is Jonathan the... Braylock. Who are wow. you? <laughs> <laughs> this is a line from the movie? What the hell is happening? <laughs> Yo, this cop mustache Bray, I wish everybody could see this. I need to take a screenshot. And just yeah, we got to take a screenshot so that people... <laughs> <laughs> this cop Braylock is mad confident. That's all I... <laughs> uh, I guess I'll go after this nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. This stressed out voice... How many minutes? Five minutes into the podcast is Gerard Milligan. And I'm James the Third. Oh, God. Help me. Yeah. Uh, so we are a film review podcast. We review films of leading black actors. We talk about them in the context of race and diversity in Hollywood. Today, we are reviewing the Netflix film Outside the Wire. Came out January 21st? 15th. It's a sci-fi film starring Anthony Mackie and... What's this guy's name? Dan? Uh, uh, Damson Idris. He plays... Damson um, Idris. Yeah, he's on um, Snowfall on FX. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. Right, that's right. I haven't seen that yet, but uh, his episode of Black Mirror this year was great. Oh, too. yes. He was in Black Mirror. He had a good episode. Yeah, he had a good episode. That was a good episode. Wow, he was really good like Yo, they look out for black um, British actors on that show. That's good. Because didn't Daniel Guello come on that show? Wasn't he like I mean, in season one? He was. I mean, Black Mirror is a British show. Yeah. I know. No, I'm saying, yeah. Yeah, for sure. But for they sure. look. he just means they look out for black people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, you like you would get oh, a good oh, part oh, on that yeah. show. Letitia Wright was on it, too. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah, you would, you would yeah. get a good part. Um, yeah. Anywho. This is a movie that it's hard to say. I guess it would have came out in January in theaters. 
if it wasn't like a Netflix film, you know, it, it, it's like a January type movie, you know, it's like a an action film that's like it's the sci-fi. Anthony Mackie's a uh, an android, not like me, who's yeah. a human being, and and you right. have Dam <laughs> Damson, he plays his character Harp, who gets assigned to Anthony Mackie, and they're like. I think you said it was kind of like training day in the sense, I guess in the it sense that- It felt kind of training day. This, yeah, this like, movie is a carbon copy of, of training day and you just put in robots. Like it's the same movie. There's literally a scene where Kat was like, what just happened? I was like, oh yeah, it's, it's the scene in training day when this happened. She was like, oh, I, I forgot. I, I literally thought at one point Anthony Mackie was going to be like, nigga, I planned this all week. I thought he was going to say it. <laughs> that I scene- it, I thought he was going to say it. That scene I'm talking day. about. Oh, damn, nigga, I planned all week. This, I was like, this this not I thought he was gonna do it. I thought because he was so like in the nose, like yo, this nigga's gonna say it, and we get the camera, and I'm like, I'm here. I just for wanted him to be <laughs> like, get that opinion, get, get get that opinion. Come on, get that opinion. Like, oh my goodness, I was waiting for it, man. Because I truly couldn't tell where this. I didn't really watch the trailer, so I really couldn't tell where this movie was going. Same. Um. Like, I didn't know whose side I was supposed to be on. I didn't know, like, what I was supposed to feel. <laughs> like, would this uh, but movie... Maybe, maybe, it meant, maybe it meant to be that. Like, would this movie come out in theaters? Like, because they're, 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 they're starting to get to a point where like, there's so many movies made. And I think sometimes it's like, oh, it's a little bit of a low-budget comedy, you know. But now I feel like we're making movies just to entertain people for a couple days. Where I'm like, would this have been successful in the theaters? You know right. what I mean? Or is this I just... Mean, it's so it's our there's so many generic action films like we saw. Remember when we saw what was it called Sleepless or something with Jamie Fox? Bray, I don't remember. That. I don't want to. Yeah, of course you yeah, don't make. Yeah, don't but make. That it just came out in theaters, and it was like, but why did this come out in theaters? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it, it was. Yeah, you know, but that came out in January. It, it's it's that it's that type of film. It's just like an action film. This this is a sci-fi action film that like. Doesn't really go okay. I mean, we should. I mean, I guess we're already tipping our hat here, but I mean, this movie got a 37% on Rotten Tomatoes, 65% audience score. Obviously, no box office. There's that doesn't exist anymore. Um, oh, damn. <laughs> so, should we just do it, our initial thoughts? Yeah, um, I'll go. Uh, I watched it, you know. <laughs> uh, that's not that's not an initial a thought. I spent 115 minutes, you know, it was two black leads. So I was cool with that. It was training day with robots. <laughs> they rode in the car. The, 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 well, the one leading an Android. The Rick. Oh yeah. Sorry. You're right. The, the, the rookie was getting swindled the whole time. Like training day. He had to come back and literally at one point, just like in training day, when like Ethan Hawke realizes, you know, after Denzel's like, I've been chess and ain't checkers. And like Denzel sets him up. So like um the Mexican guys are about to kill him or whatever. At one point, what happens to like Idris is he's like, Man, I'm doing this for you. The robot knocks him out, and I'm like, oh snap, the car's coming up. They're about to put a bag on his head, just like the scene in training day. And you know what happened? They put a bag on his head, just I, like the scene in training. I swear to you, it's the same script. Yo, <laughs> it's literally the same script, but with now, robots. This, this specifically that wanna, sequence. Now you're making that, me want to see who actually wrote this. So this is one of those things where I feel like rarely there's a time where I watch a movie and I question the struggle 
uh, of making it and not in like, oh man, this person's really good. But like looking at the script, I was like, yo, did someone just sit there and go, man, you know, Training Day was a dope ass movie. You know what it's missing though? A robot. Not even a bunch of robots. Like they had the other robots. A single robot. But like, I'm like one Android, you know what I'm saying? We need to put one Android, but let's make them black. They, this is definitely a <laughs> let's make them black uh, movie for sure. Because he even has a line about, you know, why his face. First of all, I was like, what type of dumb shit is this? This black buff ass robot talking about <laughs> his face is comforting and he's not scary. I'm like, nigga, you are black and you buff as shit. You scary as well, fuck to majority it's... of the world, bruh. <laughs> the fuck? And he had a, like, get the fuck. This is in like some Eastern Europe. Eastern European country. That's why. Brain. When niggas safe. He said it's not safe. He didn't say we comfortable. He didn't say it's safe. He said he said neutral because they that meant him being black meant they knew he wasn't fully on the side of Americans because he's uh, black. Okay, you Bray know what? is overanalyzing this like okay. that was the intent. I'm not over. They literally <laughs> no, said that. That, no, that was that a lot. Like there that. were lines that, in the movie. I'm not overanalyzing. Yeah, but he didn't say. But here's the thing about this. I like that, Bray. Thank you, brother. I refuse to accept yeah. that. Was, that was in I'm the movie. It. You, I'm with it. James. I know it was in the movie, but he does not say, he does not say because I'm black, they know I'm not on the side of Americans. We assume it because he's black. <laughs> Bray is making that. Right. Bray he, said making he said that. He said neutral. He said because I'm black, that looks neutral. But that's what that means. What else does it mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, it's got to be that because it ain't his skin color. Other than that, I'm like, this dude buff. If I saw, hit, hit me out. Because okay? he sticks out. That's the thing. He's not a because they're. It's like he's not trying to pretend to be like them. You know, he can't. When you yeah. watch the, when you watch the military scenes and look at the, the 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 soldiers, it's two niggas on screen the whole time. The leads, they ain't even a random dude who gets shot or get to shoot a robot. They ain't no henchmen for the lady. It's just two black people in all of, where is this, Austria? Where they at? It was just like some, it's like a, it's like a country like Ukraine or something. I, I think it was yeah. a made up country. Anyway, my, sure. my, my initial thought is, two black dudes got to be in a movie. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. All right, I'll go. I'll go next. Because I enjoy this movie. I think it was like, you know, for a kind of a generic action film, it had some interesting, you know, ideas that I was that I was talking about had some pretty decent a- uh, acting I thought and I liked the action scenes I thought the action scenes were like really good actually for this scale of movie like some of those war scenes were super intense I don't know I didn't care too much about the characters because I guess it was this tough I don't know if we were supposed to like um the lead who is harp you know because it does feel like everything that people were complaining about or like yelling at him for I was kind of like, yeah, dude, what? Like, how are you just going to like decide who gets to live and die? Like, I, I get that fact that he thought he felt like there was no other choice. But one, like everyone else was saying, that's not his choice to make. And two, it's like he is just like sitting and watching computer screen. Like, so it was an interesting co- like commentary on drone warfare. I think I, I forgot who I said this to, but this movie is tough because. It's coming out at a time and it's talking about issues that that aren't like up in our face right now. You know, most of us aren't thinking about war. A lot of us are certainly not thinking about drones, even though there are parts 
of you know the world that they are thinking about drones and it's a huge problem but we're really not thinking about that we're definitely not thinking about like ai taking over like warfare which is a real thing and a real concern but it's like there's like five other concerns that are feel more pressing right now <laughs> and that and so this movie just feels like ill-timed but i thought that you know what it was kind of dealing with was interesting and ultimately you know what anthony mackie what the his the android i forgot what his name is leo was trying to accomplish even though the means in which he was trying to accomplish actually make no sense to me i do think the idea of like him being like well if i go rogue they'll never make something like me again and that i could get down with it so i so like the motivation and stuff was all there like a lot of stuff worked i just think at the end of the day it was hard because there wasn't enough characterization of especially harp like to really to really like be with him on this journey and also uh, it it was a little it it, it did get a little confusing uh, towards the end there, but yeah, you know, I thought it was a I thought it was like a it's a fun it's definitely a movie if you're like I'm looking for a I'm looking for some just a watch a sci fi action film, put this on you know I I hadn't seen the trailer for this but from the poster it seemed like this was just a war movie and so I probably never would have watched it had it not been for um the pod because uh, y'all know how I feel about movies that make me all sad um <laughs> but but i will say that i liked this movie if it wasn't for the robots i probably wouldn't have wouldn't have watched it but i did like <laughs> this movie um i thought the acting was good and i was so thankful the second like anthony mackie starts like kicking ass like i was super thankful for like yeah like I wanted to see Anthony Mackie <laughs> as the lead action star of some movie. You know, like we've seen him as Captain America sidekick for, for 10 years now. And I just want to see him yeah. kick some butt. Like, um, so that was really cool. And I, I like this actor a lot. I th- I liked his um I thought his American accent was 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 good and, and believable. And I generally like that that. Netflix is making movies like this like we talked about it with the with the sort of smaller superhero stories that they're telling I like that they're just like yeah this is a a war story but with robots now you know I liked that Robocop that came out a few years ago it's not Netflix but I I, I like stuff like I like stories like this it's fun and interesting so I thought it was thought it was cool 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 we did it see (laughs) y'all next week (laughs) (laughs) can we go I'm good What's up, folks? This podcast is sponsored by Earning. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn could be in your hands today with Earning. Earning is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earning app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. Think about it. Say you're going out for a special date or it's getting hot, y'all. You might need a fresh outfit for brunch or something nice. Or maybe you just want to feel good and take yourself to dinner. Earning can help you today. Make earning a part of your financial routine and join earnings over three and a half million customers who say things like, 
When I think about earning, I think about financial stability and security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. Mm-hmm. Download Earning Today. That's spelled E-A-R-N-I-N in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earning app, type in Jump Under Podcast when you sign in. It'll help the show out. Jump Under Podcast. Subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period. See earning.com slash DOS for details. Earning is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust member FDIC. Priceline presents Go to Your Happy Price. What's up? It's Kaylee Cuoco. When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. You can see yourself already there. It's beautiful. It might be sunny and sandy for some, neon and urban for others, deserts or rainforests or hiking trails. With Priceline, you can get to your happy place for a happy price with deals you really can't find anywhere else. Like up to 60% off select hotels to Costa Rica or five-star hotels for two-star prices in Cabo. Go to Priceline.com and travel to your happy place for a happy price. All right, see ya. I'm off to Miami. No, actually, wow, look at that. No, I, I'm going to Hawaii now. Ooh, Cancun looks nice. You know what? Belize looks pretty nice this time of year. Or, mmm, Palm Springs. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So, you open Google Chrome on your phone. You're hunting for a super rare first edition vinyl of a band you're obsessed with. When you're supposed to be working... But this site you tapped on seems pretty shady. And Daryl from IT just jumped up from his desk. Oh no, he's coming your way. It's a good thing built-in malware protection keeps you safe and sound. Not from Daryl though, sorry. There's no place like Chrome. Download Google Chrome on your phone. Hi, this is Will Arnett. I, we, are inviting you to follow us as we go on tour and we take our podcast, Smartless, on the road. Join us and watch any boundaries we previously had disappear. Like you've never seen us before, you'll see us on the road, ordering lunch, roasting each other, and on stage as we surprise each other with a mystery celebrity guest in each city. Boy, that sounds amazing. Welcome to to Smartless! Don't miss our new series, Smartless, on the road, streaming May 23rd, only on Max. Subscription required. There are some interesting things that this movie explores. Again, it's not pressing, but I do think they're like important issues. Yeah, I also had just seen that article about Microsoft being like, hey, we'll create AIs of your family after they pass. <laughs> like that, like that, ju- that uh, uh, was just, start- you know, there was just news about that recently. So, you know, I'm thinking about That's AI frightening. on a different level. Well, it first starts with, uh, with drones because there's like the opening scene is very intense kind of action war sequence in which we Amer- well oh yeah it does it does this little thing of like it's like it's a little bit in the future um you know there are these robots called what are they called Gr- gumps 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 uh-huh. yeah so you have gum you have the gums they like they're like yeah you know like there's this terrorist who's trying to destabilize the region you know america's there you know whatever in our typical <laughs> typical war game stuff all right i got it um, gumps <laughs> gumps america's there well, we they shouldn't be <laughs> yeah and so you see like human american soldiers with 
gumps fighting insurgents who are like shooting from like buildings and stuff i say insurgents but like really the americans are the insurgents because they're it's they're it's not their country anyway well i guess no whoa 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 whoa. (laughs) the americans will never be the bad guys jonathan braylock you mean the liberators were arriving right the liberators yeah (laughs) the liberators Anyway, so they're having this fight. One dude gets shot. He's pinned. Another guy goes to save him. He gets shot. So two of them are pinned. And then this other armored car drives up. This whole time, we see Harp and his friend, I guess, or co-worker, you know, and they're just watching all this, like, on the screen. And I don't know if you guys were like, wait, why aren't they doing anything? (laughs) Why aren't they helping? (laughs) (laughs) And then you realize that the drones are like only equipped with these like missiles that are like (laughs) blow up like entire city blocks. (laughs) Um, So yeah, Harp is eating gummy bears doing this. Just just feels so disrespectful. (laughs) (laughs) They're in the middle of a war zone and you just eating a gummy bear right now. (laughs) Made me so mad. And then he sees that truck and he's like, "Uh oh, there's a truck there. Like, I should be able to, I should take the shot. And they're like, no, there's two people, two of our men down there. We got to get them out. And he's like, yeah, but there could be like, I don't know, a missile there or something, blah, blah, blah. He's like, mm-hmm. you could all die. And he's like, request denied. And then he goes, okay, I'm going over your head. And so then he calls like a colonel and the colonel's like, no, <laughs> like, listen to you what the guy the lieutenant on the ground is saying and he's like nah i gotta take this shot <laughs> so which is so reckless but i guess that's the point <laughs> yeah i that guess that's the point yeah um, but this was the first order he's ever i guess um done this for they're like ah oh, man you completely disobeyed the order and i'm like yo my man is so empathetic and like doesn't give a shit about nobody it's like yo what? all right cool yeah, I I uh, liked this, you know, knowing what the movie was, that he was about to be partnered with a, a r- robot or knowing that the movie had to do with robots. I liked that he was pretty much just thinking in numbers and like and not uh, being not thinking like a human, <laughs> essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked that a lot. But then I, w- I this is the, later on, but I was ultimately disappointed at how that ends up playing out like it, it only I ends agree. up mattering at the very end, end. And like, does it even like no yeah, I, <laughs> no i Sorry. do like there's something about like we don't get to this for a while but like why leo chose him i still don't fully understand but yeah I because did, it's i did like, like the setup of it i did like the setup of, mm-hmm. of like oh this is a guy who disobeyed direct orders he gets sent away, like he gets sent away. Either either he was going to get sent away or going to go to jail. Oh, yeah. And so he gets sent away to the front lines. And I couldn't tell. I was trying to understand both. Like, I, like was the idea that they were going to send him to the front lines? Like, I'm talking about the higher ups, not Leo. Mm-hmm. That they were sending him to the front lines to, to see what it's like so that he doesn't, like, do things like this again. Yeah, you know, I thought they were sending that dude up just to get shot. Like, to, to yeah, get I thought so, too. I it's a little it bit like, like that. Yeah. 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 Like he's not ready for this. He'd be there. He he'd get what's coming to him. Um, yeah, not that they were they were like hoping that he would die, but also like kind of not caring, being like, hey, like you think you just want to sit down and like watch a TV screen and then like kill, you know, like make a call that would kill our own people. Well, 
here, we'll send you out to the front lines and like see how you fare. Yeah. It's kind of crazy that they sent him out with no training though. He was like, I don't really have. That's so right. It, it it feels like it's like for them to send him there, even if that's the way that everyone is disciplined for, for him to get the specific task that he got. It's like, it, it feels like they're, they're throwing him to the wolves. He will die. Hopefully he'll die. And then they don't have to worry about the punishment. And it seems like because he's doing drones, he was in the air force and not the, not the army or, or the Marines. If, if I'm not mistaken, let me see. And so what part, he just felt if like the future just was saying, hey, the countries all have just soldiers. It's all one department now. Like, yeah, I was like, is right. he part of the Air Force? How does this work? But right. I don't know. I did think it was kind of crazy when he gets down there. Everyone knows what he did. And even before he gets into Anthony Mackie, it's kind of crazy because I it sounds like the guy wanted to either literally get this dude jumped get him shot on the front line. But basically, it felt like this dude was never making it home. Like, just period. Like, no matter what was going down, he was not about to make it home. If the Army or Navy or whatever department he was with had their say about it. Also, this nigga, this nigga Anthony Mackie, just in the back, listening to music. Well, okay. So (laughs) this is the thing that I didn't understand. Like, immediately, like, he he gets there, and then then he's looking for... uh, one person, not Leo. Uh, he's uh, Eckhart. Or, he's or no. for, <clears throat> Sorry, he he's is lo- looking for Leo, but he's looking he, for Leo. Somebody they tell him to go to Eckhart. Eckhart, uh, who's played by Michael Kelly, who's in um, House of Cards, and he's like, "Oh wow, you must have really messed up if they're sending you to Leo." Which, in my mind, I I still don't even get. Like having seen this entire movie, <laughs> having seen this whole movie, I don't know what that means. Like. Have other people been sent to Leo? Like, what? Why is it a like? Uh, uh, unless it just means that again, like what Jarrah say is, is that if he goes with Leo, he's gonna die. <laughs> like, is that what it? There was some line that was like, people didn't make people were with Leo but didn't make it. But then there was also that line later um, with the arms dealer who the at the orphanage where she was like, "Oh, you finally have a friend." So. It felt like that that feels a little contradictory of like, right. <laughs> was that his only partner? But I thought they had mm. said some line of like that, like he that other people didn't make it long being with him. I could have just been holding on to the thing that Eckhart said. But then he never had a partner. Right. Like before. So. Yeah. So I, I didn't quite understand that. And then he gets sent to Leo and Leo. What was the like, pitch for this movie, Bray? Le- well, I mean, no, there's definitely a good pitch for this movie of being like, there's this a- android, you know, uh, who gets, or there's this guy who's a drone pilot. He kills some of his own men because he's making, he made a cold calculation of, well, I could, if I kill two, I save 38. And so then he gets paired up with this guy who's an android. Nobody knows it, but he is. And the android got him because he also makes cold calculations he's like i need somebody who thinks like me and then they go to do this but then we realize that the android actually you know wants to wants are to you really making him pitch this US. movie we've we've seen already, we've already honestly seen this movie. it was a pretty good pitch what? <laughs> <laughs> 
No, he just said see, the shit that you saw. But the thing is, okay, okay. So here's the thing. Here's the thing that I didn't get was that um, when immediately Leo shows him who he is, right? Um, uh, which is kind of weird, but it's like, okay, so he's an android, you know, because Michael Kelly's like, hey, just so you know, he's not like us, which was like, you know, I don't know why he didn't just tell him. Um, and then Leo was like, only people who know are like, that Eckhart, and that's it. Yeah, you and know, you. It was like you and Eckhart. And you. And you're like, oh, okay. Uh. So then I'm like, in that, and if that's the case, I, it feels weird that they, that the military sent him to this guy who's an AI. Let the A, like, didn't tell him that. I don't know if they assumed that Leo was going to tell him or not. But like, how could they not e- explain like? I don't know who was keeping t- who was keeping tabs on Leo. No idea, but only because they don't go into it in the movie at all. Like when right. when when we find out later that the the captain whose uh, whose unit he's dropped the drone on, like also knows about it. It's just like a it's just like a throwaway line. He's like, I told him. I told him. He, he I told knows. Him. Yeah. And then you're just like, what? He knows, he knows. You know, and when Eckhart launches the drone strike that he thinks is taking out Leo, because I guess for some reason he's always wanted Leo gone or whatever. Well, you just said it's collateral, but like there was no confirmation. Oh, right. They The thing that I never, never mind. No, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was just realized we're just skipping so far ahead, but like, yeah, I'm sorry. Okay, I, I just it's just like, so many things happening now, like directly connect to a thing that I hate later. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just, uh, because that because at first it's just like okay, like so Leo tells him who he is. He does that line. You you have sixty seconds to get over it. You know, and he's like, "What are you like asking questions?" Leo's like, he's like, "I'll, I'll only answer the right question" or something like that kind of thing. You know, basically just says, yeah, like, um, um, I'm AI, I feel pain. You know, they made they made my skin like this so that, I, you know, I'm neutral. And then he's like, we're going to deliver vaccines. And he's like, okay, no, what we're actually doing, though, is that I've been tracking down this guy and he's going after nuclear, you know, codes. And I got I to gotta go meet a contact so that I can get the intel to stop this guy. Um, and then... You know, they had to explain all of that, like where the nuclear bombs are coming from, all this backstory stuff that's kind of, you know, at the end of the day, it's kind of boring. Um, (laughs) But it took some time. Like, those were the questions that he had asked. That's the thing is that, like, Hart was so in the dark about pretty much every single thing and was new to, like, just being Mm. a soldier that the thing about training day that's different is that in training day, it's his first day as a cop. Uh, or as a detective or whatever, but he's trained for this already, you know? And it's like, he's training. He, now he's doing on the job training, but he knows mm. what, he knows what the book is. He's like the kind of person who like, he knows what you're supposed to do. And Denzel's uh, yeah. character is like, nah, 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 you got like, listen to me. Like I've been doing this for X amount of years. Like you got to do some things that aren't by the book. You know what I mean? So he's kind of mm-hmm. like, Oh, you know, there, there's a dynamic there that makes sense. Whereas, Harp is so in the dark that he doesn't even know what is right or what is wrong. And even and when he starts questioning, like 
for me as an audience member, when he questioned Leo about certain things early on, I was like, why are you questioning him? Like this dude, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it, And we it, also it, it, have it did, yeah. a very specific understanding about the way that Harp thinks, which is Harp thinks uh, logically, but like without emotion. <laughs> and, and so we're, I'm expecting him to also be doing that. But because he is full on fish out of water in combat situations. Mm-hmm. It's like, it doesn't matter he's that a, he yeah, thinks he's logically because he's time. like, I just want to live. Like that's all yeah. he can but Yeah, stop. he's freezing up. He's like, he's angry. He's confused. He's scared. Like, well, also <laughs> he's this just, robot he's just played all point, My man, first off, gets jumped. All right. Like he gets jumped by other uh, Marines or, right. you know, whoever. Then he gets in the car with this dude. They go to the war zone. There's like a standoff. The robot gets out. And this part, I do not understand. The robot gets out. Oh, maybe not. No. Walks up to like one of the um, rebel people and just talks to him. And like, we don't know what he says. I'm assuming he says like, yo, I'm down with the rebellion or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just play cool. Then there's an army, an opposing army that just starts shooting at people? Yes, there are so many different, there are resistant fighters, but then there's also the guy who is the terrorist men, and mm. so those are considered different people. Gotcha, gotcha, The resistant gotcha, fighters gotcha. are like more like the civilians, and then there's the terrorists or who are considered insurgents, and then we don't really see what the actual official army of whatever this country is, because it's like America's like acting is the acting army for them. So then those people, so the insurgents are the ones who start shooting. And then we see Anthony Mackie in action. He's like incredible. He's like jumping through cars, like torpedoing his body through them. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. you know, he's, he's killing people left and right. But it, like, it's also, he also feels vulnerable. Like it feels like he's not. He still can get shot, right? Like, is he, he still, still can get, get shot? shot. And we see other robots that are bigger than him and also full of metal. We see them get blown up. So he, we Yo, know he can too. He's Captain America. He is. He's like, he's like he has superpowers, super strength, but like still can get shot. If, or if he takes like a, a, you know, maybe heals a little bit better. Oh, wow. Yeah. Look at this. So basically what this movie's saying is, is if Captain America was black, he would try to blow up the the world is that what this movie's saying? Is that he might, what well, I'm supposed to well, take? He might have he might have an issue with this is this is actually the plot of Winter Soldier. He might have an issue with the army using artificial intelligence to determine to in warfare. Like that's that's mm, why right. there's mm. a problem in, in Winter Soldier. So like, don't don't use artificial intelligence to just. I this is something that came up in this scene that I thought was going to come back too was the the enemy fighters had magnetic bombs and Anthony Mackie is a is an android uh, like they had yeah. they had magnetic bombs that would like attach to the other gumps and it was right. like I wanted that to come up and like be some kind of issue for Anthony Mackie that was but, cool to see but, yeah, yeah. And then you're right, it never came up again. I, I'm trying to remember there's there something else. I remember there was another movie like that where it was like a cool thing, but then we never saw it again. I was like, wait, what? where did that like thing go? I mean, um, yeah. well, this is where it starts to get, because then they, they, they have this whole fight and then, and Hart freezes up, which I get, because it's like, you know, and then Anthony Mackie's like, um, kind of like yeah it's a little different than staring at a computer screen kind of digging at him in that sense 
Okay, we get that. Um, and then he goes to this orphanage, and that's where his con. Oh wait, before the orphanage is the uh, is it like the hospital place where the guy tries to kill him? Yes, yeah, yes. So it's like, wait, is it? Yeah, it's before this. Before it is, the before? orphanage, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So, so they go there to drop off the vaccines or or drop off one of them. Guy tries to kill him. There's another kind of fight sequence. Oh, this was great because there's a point where when the guy when the when the um, sniper is there and shooting. <laughs> I don't know if y'all peep this, but Leo calls Harp's name just so that Harp would would be visible for a second so that he no. could see where the shooter was shooting from. No, I didn't. So he, Why I didn't. he goes, Harp, Harp stands up. And then in that moment is when he gets the shot in on the on the sniper. And it was such a like it, it was such a small thing, but it was like he just put Harp's life in danger. Wow. I didn't catch that. that did Harp cool. catch it? No, it never comes. Like, it, Harp doesn't go, did you just? <laughs> yeah. And then, like, he, he, he torches that guy. <laughs> he torches that guy to get information. The guy doesn't give it up. Uh, but then it, it didn't matter, which, again, I Then he lets the people happens. there just beat him uh, to death. Then he lets the people beat him to death. And Harp's like, you can't do that. Like, have you lost all your programming? Like, are you even following orders? And when he was saying that, I was like, what are you talking about? Like, I, I didn't understand why Harp was so... <laughs> like I, I knew that was intense, like it was a tense moment. But why did he? What was, what was the protocol that he wasn't following? And how does yeah. Harp even know what the protocol is? Yeah, right. no I mean, right. I imagine it was just that, like, it's like you aren't just gonna kill this dude in cold blood. He's still alive, and so if he's still alive, if if the if the the if the shot that you got off did not kill him, then shouldn't you, you know, call kill him? No, no, not kill him. <laughs> shouldn't, shouldn't you, like, get f- officials to make him, he, this guy's now a prisoner of war or something? You know, mm. like uh, whatever it is, you know, interrogate him or you know whatever, whatever it is. It's one of those things where I was like, this dude, like, what? At this point, I was like, what are the rules to the robot? Like, uh, is the robot completely sentient? Well, we like, never, we never know. Right. <laughs> what, a, what, a, what the thing is, I think the movie hinges on what the rules are. They try are. to explain. They try to because explain them. Yeah. At one point, it's like, all right, he has to follow rules, right? But the right. reason he picked Harp is because Harp will let him do certain things, which like lets the rules bend a little bit. But then once Harp becomes, well, Harp does things that aren't, um, what is it, well thought out. It's like, oh, now I don't have to listen to you because. The rules tell me that once you become blah blah blah, I you know like what the hell has <laughs> right. happened? The, the set, okay, yeah, I'm trying to, man, this was definitely not like iRobot, where iRobot's like you gotta follow the three laws of ro- yeah, robot. Yeah, yeah. This one guy doesn't do that. <laughs> like, yeah. You're like, oh, yeah. All right. yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> and like. These are the three laws. A robot must help humans in danger. A robot can't harm humans. You know, like uh, anyway. Uh, you can't, and then a robot can't do something that, you know, defies the other two laws or whatever it is. Uh, but this was like, uh, he, he was given authority to make decisions, to make certain decisions. But like, we, I, I didn't really understand what the framework was, like what he has to operate in and outside of. But later on, he explains to Harp, like, well, I picked you because, you know, you being here, 
I'm following your lead. And so like technically you're the one who's authorizing Makes no goddamn my sense. activity, but also because you're being reckless, uh, I don't have to follow uh, your lead or, or your orders because you've um, done reckless behavior and therefore I cannot, com- I, don't, I can't, I don't have to comply with you. But like he was never following Harp's lead, like ever. Uh, right. So like I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't really understand that. Like also, like if that was actually true, like shouldn't Eckhart have been like, yo, if he if he gets out of hand, like tell him to order him to stop. Like later on, Eckhart like yells at Harp for like not stopping Leo, and I'm like, how are you yelling? You've told you told him nothing, and he's a <laughs> commanding officer. He was he was sent here to follow this guy. Like he was sent yeah. here because he didn't follow orders. And then you Give put it. him under you put him under the command of this dude. And then you're mad that he was following this dude's command. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, give, giving Leo rank, like um, uh, apart from like there not being any clear rules for for how the android needs to operate. Giving Leo rank complicates it at a level that, like, <laughs> that it really didn't need to because because he, he even uses is... rank against other people yeah. that wasn't even just Harp. Like, like when the two when those those two random you know um, soldiers were like beating up on uh, on a Gump, he was like, you know, stop it, and he could do that because he outranked them. Yeah, man. <laughs> Can I go to one scene that made me just like, what is happening? I'm not sure where we are in the timeline, but like when Harp, whatever, when the robot and the black dude go, <laughs> they go to the orphanage. The robot and the black dude. <laughs> when they go, well, yeah, this they, is the next scene, yes. Yeah, when they go to the orphanage, right, and that white lady's there, and I'm like, all right, cool. This lady's probably like, you know, a smuggler or something like that, um, helping out the people. But then when her and and sorry, what's the robot's name again? Um, Leo. When Leo, her and Leo have like a weird sexual tension type thing happening. So much so that um, Harp looks at him like, you know what I mean? I was like, what is that? Yeah, I, I there don't a bit of that. To me, robot. I kept wanting her to be a uh, an android herself. Like I wanted to be like, oh, she's one too, or something. Like I kept looking for <laughs> there to be a deeper meaning for why they had a, a sexual tension. But I guess it was just you know Anthony Mackie is an attractive dude, and so there it is. Yeah, it's true. I guess I guess there's a. I will say this for all of our. Uh, kind of air listeners it's pretty offensive that they decided to make a whole movie about drone strikes but then make it like some imaginary war happening in eastern europe when like drones are literally bombing people every day in the middle east like yeah it's kind of insane that they did that <laughs> yeah like just so they could have a bunch of white people in this movie like like how are you gonna make a movie that's commenting on drones but then have it be like a place where there are no drone strikes really happening. Like the U.S. is not drone striking Crimea and Ukraine, you know. Yeah. They're drone striking Iraq and Afghanistan. But they wanted <laughs> you know I mean? it to like, be they wanted it to be that there are so many nukes here. <laughs> like they want they wanted that added thing right, of the, the thing. amount of the nukes thing. that are available, <laughs> you know, it's like is going to cause catastrophic damage. I don't know. Yeah. 
Man, it's tough because yeah, this they movie. Yeah, they could have Pakistan. <laughs> yeah, they could have. But, but, but I think in that, though, I think making it more realistic, I think it would make the Americans the bad guys. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, uh, I don't know. Right, because you're right. At the end of the day, like, uh, the Americans aren't really the aren't really the bad guys. Like, yeah. it's like, yeah, we're messed up. But, like, what you're doing is even more messed up. Exactly. Like, yeah. And the and, and it doesn't make any sense. Like, uh, it doesn't make any sense that this woman, because like at the end where he's like, "You can't do this that right," and he's she's like, "Yeah, like neither are the Jones strikes. You know, it's just collateral. You know." And I'm like, "Okay, like, so someone who doesn't believe, someone who who is who has an orphanage and has seen all the damage that just drone strikes has, have done, is okay with like." nuclear bombs going off all over america like just because it's america like i don't know that doesn't make any sense to me man it it really doesn't like i, I, I what <laughs> <laughs> also also the implications of that i'm like if 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 a bunch of nuclear bombs were sent to america you know what would happen America would nuke whoever just nuked them right back. So like the whole world would be in nuclear fallout. Like this is a, this isn't going to, I love how, and like, and by the time we get to this, cause we, people are like, wait, how did, how did that happen? I, it, it just happens. Leo <laughs> reveals, Leo reveals like this mastermind plan where he was like, I, I chose harp. I was using you so I could carry out all this stuff and go after this guy not so I could stop him, but so I could get the nuclear codes myself and then use them to nuke America. And the, and the greater idea of that is that once I do that, people will real, the America will realize, Oh shoot, we created an AI soldier and he nuked us. And now no one will ever create an AI soldier. again. I'm like, that's not how humans work. This idea is stupid (laughs) because if you think, if you think about an idea like that, and yes, it's, I guess it's used against America, but to have weapons that can be turned against us, America does not care about historically. Like we are the place that has used nuclear bombs twice, two times, and we still make more of them. You know what I mean? We still yeah, make so many more. We have more we're than not anybody. Just not do, we're all. All that means is they're like, damn, we just got to build better AI. Like the idea that it would yeah. stop AI even for a couple hundred years or however much he thinks it's going to delay it. I, first of all, I was like. Also, you don't even need to go to that length. Like the fact that you are even trying to do this in and of itself is enough for, should be enough for them to go flip. Maybe we shouldn't make AI yeah. robots. I was pleased with, with um, I was generally pleased with like, oh, that's a nice justification for the AI going uh, rogue. Like rogue. we always hear the like, we always hear the like humans are bad and therefore we mm-hmm. must rise up against the humans. Like that's every, right, that's all right. the movies. <laughs> that's that's all the movies with AI and with robots. It and so wrong, it was no. nice that he was like, I am turning it against humans, but only so that they know that I'm, that, that doing this is wrong. Like I thought that, I liked that. Um, I didn't, think it made sense but i like but i liked that that was the just i agree i liked the i liked the motivation behind him going rogue i just heart becomes the hero but we don't i mean we don't necessarily want him to be the i mean we don't want america to get nuked obviously but we don't necessarily want harp to be the hero like for no what? also what i guess i learn? wanted him 
that's my thing. I guess I wanted him to have a bigger journey. Like if I compare this to training day, like Ethan Hawke's character learns lessons. You know what I'm saying? Like the whole time he has the moral high ground and like you realize his moral high ground was right, you know, and he yeah. overcomes all these awesome and genuinely when it's down to him and Denzel, he knowingly outwits him, but then his moral high ground lets him go. When we see um, Harp, I guess, realize what's going on, like we finally see him save another person and like trying to save the people during the big shootout. And when he goes back in, I do not understand why Anthony Mackie doesn't just kill this dude. Like at, like at one point, like he gets him, he holds him up. And he just like, he doesn't say a word to him at first. He holds him up, doesn't like smack the dude's hand doesn't break his hand, allows the dude to put off like three, four shots in his gut and then tosses him. Or no, yeah. didn't put him to sleep or something like that. I was like, this makes no sense. At least yeah. have the dude be like creative in how he has to like outwit this dude or reason with him to an extent. Like it, it just felt so cheapy when it got to the end. It felt like, um, all right, we got to end this motherfucker. How do we yeah, do it? It was, it was weird because they did have him like start to reason with him. And then at the end, he just like, Use the gun where the guy was like, "Yeah, these are these are armor piercing bullets. Uh, that might help you." And then and so then he just shoots him with that. But I was like, "What? I don't know." Here's my yeah. thing, and I so, don't want to do this two podcasts in a row. But Harp needed to die. <laughs> he should have died in the yes, in the in the I nuclear agree. silo, and he sh- and it should have been because he it should have been because he thought. <laughs> My death is wor- like saving, <laughs> like the moment when he called, he has like 30 seconds to get out of the silo, right? And he finally calls and he's like, I have confirmation. He has 30 seconds to get out of the silo. That's not enough time for him to actually run and get to a safe Nigga. distance from these big ass drones. <laughs> it's not, it's not enough time. It just is. They, they set it up. They were like, they were like, he's still there. What's he going to do? He has 30 seconds. You better be out of there. No, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to tell them that I what see What was him. he waiting They're for drop... anyway, by the way? They need, they just need a confirmation that. No, no, no. Uh, I understand that. After he had shot he this dude. <laughs> what was he waiting for? Bro, who oh, knows? I don't know. Don't nobody Why know was he, he just was staring for? at Anthony Mackie? <laughs> I, think, I think he was trying to. <laughs> he wanted to... to see the light go out of his eyes? I think he was trying to <laughs> shut down because Anthony Mackie had already launched it. So I think he was trying to ask him how to cut it off so that he could he save Anthony Mackie's life. But he did life. ask him how to cut it off, and he said there's no way, and he still um, took a long time before he left. Because he was I, trying to I figure just, out... <laughs> I think it's it's a nice bookend to, like, it's like he gives... He's giving up himself, you know, and it's like he's repla- He's to try to make up for the fact that he killed two Americans. I agree with you. It, it, he would have been like, hey... People were telling me, you know, I, I, I made, I made a call, but like I, but I was sitting behind a screen. Well, now I'm here and I'm going to make the same call and it's my life now that's Mm going to be sacrificed to save X amount of lives. And I'm still going to do it. Yep. Beautiful ending. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess that's a dark. Uh, that would be like a it's dark. It's very kind of... dark, and, and we all would have been so upset. <laughs> and then you'd be like, "Wait, is this movie trying to say like we should sacrifice the few for the for all for the many?" It is better than him 
outrunning the thing that killed, <laughs> like killed people in the beginning of the movie. He somehow he was deep in the silo. He was at the spot where the target was being dropped on. He, he somehow ran out and was <laughs> and got distance away from this whole building that blew up. And like we see him in the car. I don't get it. I will say this though. The most disappointing part to me is this movie could have had a swirl. Like wow. no bullshit. It wow. could have. Like it like I'm not even I this this it could have. Okay. But you're gonna set up this weird yeah. scene with Anthony Mackey and that lady. It's like, all right, man, come on, baby. This Netflix go, you know, have what do we call this robot human situation? Like what goes down? You know what I mean? Like, does he play his own music? You know he like music. You know, is this why she willing mm-hmm. to do? Is this why she do, willing to do whatever and like let him just rock out because she has sex with the black robot? You know what I'm saying? That's all. That, that, Wait, that's it. It's the Denzel swirl back in training in day the, for Soul too. Didn't he talk about a swirl with Soul? It could have been one in Soul because I mean, in Soul because they don't team up black people and black people a lot. At least like black man and a black woman. Right. That don't happen that often. For some reason, black love just don't exist in Hollywood unless it's like a black film. Um. I don't, yeah. I don't know, um, unless the movie's about black love or something. But that shit just ain't normal. Um, anyway, but I'm saying what could have happened was so think about Training Day. At one point, Training Day was just Denzel's a super shady person, super thuggy. Goes in, hooks up with Eva Mendez while Ethan Hawke watches his son. Literally, he's in there playing video games with the son while he in there with Eva Mendez. So what could have happened is, yo, she was like, yo, I can't talk in front of him. And he's like, yo, man, get out of here. You know, go out there and like, go out there and like play with the kids. Like, you know, I was doing earlier. Right. So now he leave, he go out here, teach the kids, you know, he plays Uno with them, teaches them how to draw four <laughs> and stuff like that. You know what I mean? The whole time, Why, you know, whole time, Ethan Hawking, I mean, not Ethan Hawk, Anthony Mackie in there. How you gonna say Ethan <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy. I'm just saying it could have happened. Like it could have happened. They set it up. This ain't even me. They set up the scene. They did set this up though. I'm on like, board. They set up the scene, man. I don't know. This Especially movie. when they had her like murder that dude in cold blood and she was like, he's a traitor. It was like, dang, they think the same. Exactly, the same person. Might as well get down, get down, man. But anyway, that's all I'm thinking. Hmm. That's I mean, also, this had a bunch of misopportunities. Wait, the, the one other thing that I have to say is they've set up this bad guy so much, and then and then the scene, Bray. he's Bray. acting all tough, and he's just like, uh, like don't make me break this piece of machinery. And I was like, man, what does this dude have up his sleeve that he's talking to an android (laughs) face to face like he's not about to die i'm so excited to see oh nothing oh absolutely zero up his sleeve and he's just gonna immediately get his arm broken have all of his men killed and then he gets impaled by a flag that was like he literally (laughs) had zero he had zero plan he knew he was an android and 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 there was nothing like, I don't what he didn't have an EMP. He ain't got one of those magnetic bombs. Like I thought, how, he, I thought the he, magnetic bomb could have come back. How, I thought oh, he had yeah, like a robot arm. Absolutely, I know. Like he don't have a robot arm. He don't have his own gums. We saw the uh, opposing gums before. He had none of that. He just had a couple of people with guns, and they all got shot. Like it, how was, did <laughs> why, why did he think he? Why did he think he was gonna stand a chance? I don't understand. Even if even if his other men wound up killing Leo at some point, 
he had to know he was going to die immediately. He was right yeah. there. Yeah. Th- this reminded me of, um, if you remember Austin Powers, when <laughs> he's like um, about to fight like the unnamed bad guys, he's like, yo, man, you don't even have a name tag. Like, you, like you're not going, like, you, you have no chance. <laughs> like, nothing, nothing about this bad guy. I, I legit thought he was going to like punch him. And the bad guy was gonna open up and like he got a robotic like piece right, like he was an android yeah, or it was something. like yeah. oh i'm like oh shit robot fight but nah just nah a, it was just, just he just dude. got beat down he's just, just, just a dude who gets beat down like immediately after all this smack talk it was just like you know who they should have had <laughs> you know who they should have had i just watched um hobbs and shaw again it just alba should have been in here as yes. a little half robot dude, and they could have had a half robot man fight and see who 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 won. That should have been the bad guy. Black Superman could have shown up. That would have been Black Superman, dope. baby. Mm-hmm. I'm Black Superman. That would have been so dope. <laughs> just, just pan over it. It just is there for no reason at all. Or if he had like a big goon for him mm-hmm. to fight or something. Mm-hmm. Man, that was disappointing. Like, you're right. It just sort of feels like at that point, like Hancock could have flown in. And been like, I'm working with Koval. And you would have been like, Wait, what? what? He working with Koval? I didn't even know Hancock was in this movie. And then he and then he stands there, and then and then it's like a robot versus Hancock. You know, Hancock is just in there, bop, 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 bop. Why? You know, getting the hit. I thought you don't do I thought you don't do bits. Huh? I, thought you, I thought you stopped doing bits. I I I don't do bits anymore. But but then I thought that I had was like it's like oh Koval nothing was going on with Koval Hancock could have flown in you know why would Hancock be in this movie you know because you know because think about it because 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 Koval was like the big bad but this is you know and he maybe he had maybe he had relations like a like a like a connection like not like not not like relations but like he had a connection with James don't you know how you remember how we felt when Braylock did that um Outside the wire a couple of times. Remember that feeling? Trying to think about it. Yeah, yep, no, I remember I was there. I, I, yep. That's how I'm feeling right now. Oh, as come you do on, this. man. Heck, the... Oh, fine. you're we feeling good. Oh, okay. When you download the Kroger app, you have easy access to savings every day. Get the most out of weekly sales and receive personalized coupons toward your favorite items, all while earning one fuel point for every dollar spent. Because shopping at Kroger, whether in-store or online, is easy. And saving money is even easier with the Kroger app. So get the most value out of every trip, every time. Download the Kroger app now to save big. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Must have a digital account to redeem offers. Restrictions may apply. See site for details. Hey, this is Tim Heidecker, and I'm glad to be back in Glendale, California, in the studio with my good friends DJ Doug Pound and Vic Berger for another episode of our podcast, Office Hours Live. This week, we had a very special guest, his golden messenger, who played a beautiful tune for us. We laughed, we had fun, and you should tune in to Office Hours Live this week, and quite frankly, every week on your podcast app of choice or at youtube.com slash Office Hours Live. <laughs> it's, t- it's time for the cause. Uh, we rate and review... View- oh my goodness, I can't speak. <laughs> we rate and review films not based on how much we like them, but whether or not they help the cause of more leading black actors in Hollywood. Uh, if we think it fully helped the cause, we give it a black fist. think it somewhat helped the cause. We give it a white palm. We think, oh, I don't think this movie helped the cause at all. We don't give it anything. All right, on the count of three, we'll just raise up our ratings for this film, Outside the Wire. Oof, man. One. I don't, oh, wait, wait. Ah. What do you mean? <laughs> what Two. are you saying? Wait, what's happening? Three.
Wow. <laughs> Gerard <laughs> was thinking about putting up a palm and then morphed into a fist. Yep. Look, man, I gave this movie a fist, but for two reasons. It started it starred two black guys. And honestly, this movie was perfectly average. All right. And I'm okay with that because why are you shading the movie in No, the car? this isn't shade. This is this this seriously, this is not shade. This movie is a representation of of progress to me. This movie is not great. It's not bad. No one's gonna talk about it in a week, but it's okay because they got to make People it. People are already not talking about it, and they're like, why did they do an episode? Exactly. <laughs> but the thing is, is like this shows that like Black people can just get in a movie and it not have to like be the best thing in the world or the worst thing in the world. Like, of course, I want everything to be great, but it's like, nah, man, some things are just fine. You know, it's like you ever just meet somebody and you're like, that person's cool. You don't need to talk to them again, but you're like, ah, cool. You know, that's what this movie felt like. It felt like it felt like you went to a restaurant. I feel like I always do food analogies. It's like you went to a restaurant because it was close. It's probably late at night. You don't have a lot of money, but it's like, hey, let me get these tacos. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, hot sauce. It's not the hottest sauce, but it's fine sauce, you know? Maybe you mm-hmm. get like a, a cinnamon empanada, the apple cinnamon empanada, and it's like, hey man, I just want a little bit of sweets. The more specific Gerard gets, the more I'm... He's talking about a very specific... I, not, I didn't say a place at all. I'm just saying you can go to a place and be like, yo, man, I don't know if this meat came in a bag or if this is like really ground beef. But you know what? I don't care today because it's Friday and I'm chilling. Right. <laughs> Fair. You know? I just feel like Hancock could have flown in James. behind Koval. And then... Cause he's immune to a to a nuclear bomb, probably. Cause this thought about that. This, this is your review. This is your this is your fist. This is your fist explanation. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, and I gave it a fist because yeah, you know, it stars two black guys. Come on. <laughs> Nothing else to it, really. All right, uh, guys. Thanks for listening. Um, you can rate and review us on iTunes. Leave us five stars. We'll read your review on the air. This is a really nice review by Kara PG. A saving grace. This podcast has helped me through some very hard times, especially in 2020, which was an agonizing year globally and for and me again. personally. They say laughter is the best medicine, and this show never fails to make me laugh. I often save the new episodes for when I'm done or for when I'm doing something hard or boring as a treat to help me get through it. Before COVID, I would listen on my headphones at the gym and people would look at look strangely at me because I'd be laughing on the treadmill or while lifting weights. I think my favorite episode is Boo a Medea Halloween. Draws delivery of Tigers in this movie kills. And the conversation <laughs> around the movie is hilarious. But I'm not about to see the movie again. The chemistry among the hosts is great and the commentary is always insightful, smart, and funny at the same time. Thank you so much for the work you put into this show. Oh, that's nice. That's very thank kind. You. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Oh, why did it come out like that? I did not mean for that. It was My like Elvis. almost yes, an Elvis. Uh, I really didn't. I was uh, like, Ugh. you could uh, follow us at Blackman Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Blackmanpodcast.com is our website. Uh, you can find links to our merch. We got 
uh, t-shirts and pillows and phone cases. We also have a defunct Patreon uh, that um, you could check out. (laughs) (laughs) You could pay $5 and see uh, the episodes that are on there that, you know, when you're done, you can get off of it. That's that's cool, too. Um, What else? Oh, you can follow me at John Braylock. You can follow me at James Third Comedy. Third is three R D. You can follow me at Gerard Milligan on Twitter and Instagram. That's all. We'll see you next week. Peace. Peace. Forever. Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Produced by Melissa D. Bonds. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. To listen to this podcast ad-free, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com slash plus. Check out video clips of our podcast on YouTube at youtube.com slash foreverdogteam. And make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at foreverdogteam to keep up with all the latest Forever Dog news. What's up, Black Men Can't Jump comic book fans? James III here to talk to you about my comic series, Junior, available now on Kickstarter. The ghost with the most past due child support is back in four brand new issues of this semi-autobiographical supernatural comic series. It's got all sorts of spooky hijinks for fans of Beetlejuice, The Good Place, and The Mummy, stuff like that, and features award-winning artists from Marvel, DC, Dark Horse, and more. It's available on Kickstarter through June 9th. Go to ruleof3inc.com or follow me at ruleof3inc on IG for more details. Donate today!